Thanks for listening. If you're basically still, you know, listening to the podcast, I just want to appreciate uh, the time that you're taking to listen to it. You know, doing these podcasts is not necessarily like anything that I'm trying to do for any statement. It's just it's an outlet to be able to kind of speak, you know, to the world in the hopes or not in the hope that no one listens to it, but being able to know that your voice can be heard by searching on the web is I think I find that fascinating and I want to be able to um, let people know that you can do that with uh, websites like anchor anchor.fm and anchor FM is a application for your phone or your um, desktop uh, where you can quickly uh, create podcasts I use it to um, I create I use my microphone my Yeti microphone um, on the desktop and today I have a, I'm using the, my computer and my PC. I usually have my my Mac. I would use, but I'm using the PC right now, and I hook it up and I could just record straight from the from the, from the web browser. Um, the transition uh, there's like these transition links that allows you to add these transition link uh, transition um, pieces into these each segment, so you can kind of like listen. Um, you can have like music in between uh, different segments. And um, if you are not uh, listening to the the podcast on Anchor, you can actually listen to it on um, the uh, Spotify, Spotify, which is it doesn't have the the it doesn't show the segments. So the segments still seem to be only available on Anchor. If I find out where there's available to that, I can let people know. So that's Anchor.fm, and uh, thank you. Okay, so uh, today I wanted to just basically talk about, you know, building out the, the podcast. I think that one of the things I always say about, you know, starting a podcast is that you have, like, so much that you want to talk about. And I want to, you know, I don't really don't know what's actually interesting to to actually start off talking. So I feel like it's best to, to make something that I would necessarily want to listen to. And then um, while I do that, I take notes, you know, a little bit of notes every day about all the things that um, reflects, you know, that I, you know, reflects upon, you know, during my daily life, you know, going to work, uh, you know, learning new things at home, you know, anything, talking to people, talking to friends, family, whatever. And then try to um, put all this stuff together in some sort of uh, coherent storytelling to help other people to, you know, maybe find it uh, entertaining. Um, I think one thing that I actually noticed is pretty difficult uh, talking by yourself. So, you know, so I think that I would probably would want to, you know, maybe start having other people talk on the show about themselves or about the things that they um, they care about you know, and see if there's any, you know, room to, you know, elaborate on that. Um, I also, um, also figure out like, you know, use, like learning new things is important too. So I spend a lot of time, you know, learning about like Skillshare and, um, you know, Udemy or whatever to, if for anywhere, anything to quickly, um, to stay on top of some of the, some of the things that helps me to learn, how to do something better 
and uh, like, so for instance like I have an idea on like how to put together a podcast but sometimes I forget about like what I may want to have on the podcast so having the podcast I think that I wanted to make sure I have things organized so not so when I go ahead and I, I keep track of all the things I want to talk about I also want to start building out like a transcript like really like I talk about you know the things I'm going to talk about when I'm going to talk about them um, keep track of all the little um, links and, and clips that I might want to use in the show and um, you know and just try to find a way to make it where I want to make it where it's timeless where somebody can go ahead and listen to this anytime you know in the future and somehow be able to gain something from it and I talk about that um, from the mindset of how some of the podcasts I listened to when I was, you know, first listening to podcasts, you know, when before podcasts became like this ubiquitous thing, podcasting was this um, gimmicky thing. Is it really gimmicky now? I wouldn't say it's gimmicky now. People are really doing a lot more with it these days. But back in the day, you know, I listened to people who like lived in Japan. Like I think I said that in a few episodes before was, you know, uh, one guy, hello from Japan and Gaijin teaching English in Japan and um, J- I think it was going John from Japan or Jason in Japan, Justin in Japan. I forget what it was. Where Justin Japan was a part of the Navy and he he, he was married. He would like live in the Navy and he was like talking about like living in Japan, all the things he figured out that was weird about Japan. And then he talked about like the trains and and then he also had like this big plan about you know when he comes back to America. After he spent the Navy, he was going to go to school for um, nursing and then, like, travel across the country with his family. And it was really nice to hear him talk about these things every single day. The show was, was really cool. He had some, he had a few people listening to him, too. I remember listening to some of the times he has, like, these emails people would say to him, you know. And I just thought it was so cool to, you know, to be able to talk to people about, like, things that's going on without like worrying about the backlash you know it's like it's i think i I feel like podcasting is actually stronger because with 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 youtube like if if you think about youtube or you think about like um um like streaming like on twitch or something like that like you have to everything has to be engaged you have to you have to actually sit back and uh, make sure that the you know your set your setting is 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 not as too doesn't doesn't pull away from the, what you're talking about. Um, you have to constantly have things on the screen to be talking about. Uh, you have to have people who are interested in those things talking to you. And I feel that uh, I want to make I want to make the podcasting. You can listen to this anywhere, anywhere. You can listen to it on the train. You can listen to this on in the car. You can listen to this. You know, when you're sleeping, you could listen to this. You could even take these clips and, you know, use it to, you know, use it in your own podcast, you know, because you can talk about these things. And um, I I actually like it because I would like to be able to connect with my family. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, working and, in, 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 uh, you know, living, you know, a couple of, a couple of uh, an hour or two away from my, you know, family makes it pretty difficult to meet with them and talk to them all the time. And I wanted to try to find a way to, I guess, address some of the things that I'm looking to do without people being afraid that, you know, oh, they're going to put their things online and people are going to find out, you know, like people who, you know, I mean, like, I really feel, you know, you if, if you have a plan on what you want to say and how you want to say it, 
you can make sure that, you know, it gets to the people that you want to listen to. And, and it's not about, you always have people who, you know, you always have pros and cons of everything. You always have enemies, you have friends. And it's not really about having no fr- no enemies and having all friends. And, and it's not about just having all friends and, and, uh, and all enemies and no friends, you know. I mean, people do things for different things. But the thing that's different about it is that it's you. You are the host. You are the creator. You can adapt and reinvent yourself and keep changing as the time goes on. Like I think like that's why I uh, changed the um, the background of the you know of, of the the cover art for the podcast because I'm, I'm not really um, I'm not really focusing on the content per se right now. What I'm focusing on is the building the habits of actually sitting down and having a conversation about something and being able to address some things that that goes on in my life. And then just being able to just do that helps me to focus. Once I get, you know, the hang of that, then I can start focusing on the content, you know, being able to write and to read and to, um, to, uh, to just tell stories is really important. And I would like to be able to get more into it, more like, you know, how I listen to, Radio Lab or um, WMYC um, uh, Freakonomics or uh, I think what's this another show Terry Gross uh, Fresh Air. I used to listen to a lot of these podcasts when I was uh, working as a uh, like a mental health therapy aide for um, um, a, a state organization, state government agency, and um, mainly I would just hook it up my pod, my iPhone or podcast iPod to the um, just to a, like a computer or to a, some sort of loudspeaker, and then just like have it playing in, in the, at night or during the day, or in the car, and I was able to just you know it was I was able to just listen to a lot of things. It was it's just a great way to um um to main to gather information, and um and I think that it's really important to 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 take doses of information constructively you know in this fashion and we don't have to necessarily be some sort of like you know anchor person or we don't have to necessarily be you know some supreme expert that has millions of fans i don't i feel like it's weird to start from there i would like to start from what i love to do you know i'm a big fan of like anything technology any anything that where society changes because of the technology, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like some sort of computer device. It can be anything from a system that is that takes advantage of the devices, like uh, taking advantage of the gig economy, which I'm probably going to get into the next segment. And uh, you know, and these are the things that I think is great because um, you know you might have somebody who um, knows you from work or from school that might search you or might find your information somehow. And if somebody does hear something about you or find something about you, what would you want it to be? You get it? You know, I, I think that everybody has things that they want to talk about, but it doesn't have to be, you know, things that like that everybody agrees with. It can just be just things that you want to, you know, say and you wanted to address. And as long as you're not like, like, ridiculously like trying to offend someone then i think that it's fine and, and there might be people mean thing that not to basically offend people you know but i mean I, I, you don't want to outward offend people but i feel like you know it's not like anything violent like i feel like uh you know we're gonna have to deal with that in this this new 
uh, world we're running into now, where everybody's going to be, um, everybody's going to be, you know, doing their own thing, and 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 there's going to be all different ways that people are going to be, you know, communicating and connecting. And I think that it would be great to try to um, connect with people in such a way that um, you might find more people who is willing to listen to you, just because it's not a um, invasive or a um, threatening situation. You know, it's a, it's basically their choice to click on your video and listen or not. And um, and that's basically what it is. So if, if you reach, you know, into my videos, I, I into my my audio videos, I, I thank you. I, I really appreciate that time. And you know, if, if you have anything you want to say, you know, you want to talk about something, you know, just drop me an email. Okay, Samuel Chris at, at gmail com. And I'm using that email because I feel that uh, it's one of my oldest emails and one of the emails I started when I started using Gmail. And, um, you know, I think that if somebody does use my email address and they would search it, I would like it to come up. I would like it to come up that way. I would want it to be able to be something that, you know, hi, you know, thank you for, you know, Googling me and finding me and maybe you want to listen, you know. And, you know, and that's it. So I think that's it for right now. And the next segment I'm going to basically talk about is the uh, gig economy and what I think about that. All right. So um, before I go ahead and go into, you know, what the show is basically about, I want to talk about a few things that happened in the news and and uh, just go over some of the things that I think was great to, you know, just talk about. So um, one of the things that I actually, you know, use is YouTube. I have YouTube Premium and YouTube Premium is pretty much a subscription that allows you to not only um watch YouTube videos, but you can also, you're also able to watch subscriptions of, uh, of like, not subscriptions, but you can also, what would be the term for that? Like, there's premium movies and and series that are only available to people who have a premium subscription. It also great allows you to be able to download your um, videos that you want to watch at a later time to your phone. That's, I find that a really great option when it comes down to traveling you know when you're on the train um i as i as i said in previous episodes you know living in united states in the new york city area the train system doesn't necessarily provide um signal um between stations so being able to watch something consistently while you're on the train is invaluable so i think i like that just for that much and being able to look at other things are not necessarily um i guess like educational like worthy you know it's like sometimes you don't want to like watch something about learn something new or um watch some random news you know rather than it doesn't have to be netflix or hulu you know so i definitely i definitely appreciate my youtube subscription if i had to pick out of one of this many subscriptions i have i would probably keep my youtube channel subscription um all right moving on so one thing i wanted to talk about was um last month the um the tyler perry studio Atlanta studio like just like had like a major event where um i think like uh they um, had like a lot of the big celebrity names, like you know Oprah and Free, Beyonce, Jay Z, um, 
Sissy Tyson, Sidney Poitier, you know, and the names go on and on and on. I mean, I think um, even like uh, names like, uh, and it, like Bill Clinton was there, Hillary Clinton was there as well. You know, uh, if you look through the, you know, through the Twitter feeds, I was looking through how they actually set things up. It was really nice how they, you know, put things together like that. It must be just amazing, you know, for, for uh, you know, people of color to, you know, especially including myself to, is, you know, to be able to see this. Um, I watched a YouTube video this morning um, on your deal from a small YouTube channel, you know, smaller than, you know, like Fox News or something. But uh, I I was really happy to, to see that. And I just wanted to address that in today's YouTube, uh, I mean, today's uh, podcast, because I might drop a link in either the uh, description or in the, uh, in the label. In the um, news description label, the uh, email newsletter, so that way you could you know look look, look into it as well. Um, another um, YouTube, another um, video that I wanted to kind of talk about was um, let me see. It was actually the the idea of of uh, what we were talking about before. Well. For instance, when you're in in New York City, also there's this idea that you know you don't need a car, but you do need a car sometimes. And then if you don't have a car, you're forced to have to uh, you know deal with you know parking your car sometimes on alternate side parking um, um, days where if you don't move your car, you get a ticket, and you have to usually double park. So um, I got like a ticket. And it was, you know, it was kind of weird. Like it was actually like two tickets within the same time frame. Like I mean, not the same frame. Like mostly in the same. Like it was, it was two tickets within eight minutes. And I was just kind of like surprised on like how that happened. I mean, like I was double parked, but like how many tickets can you get? You know, the car wasn't moved at all. It was basically double parked while I was waiting for the time for the ultimate parking to end. And uh, so I decided to, you know, look online and I did a, a Google search and I was able to find these things called a dash cameras. So you, I, what I want to do is I want to find out, you know, how these tickets are being filled, are being um, filled out. And if and if you wanted to be able to plead not guilty in, in the DMV, you can actually take these videos and, and submit them for insurances and stuff like that. So I actually looked at one of the, the dash cameras I like was called Vava, and it's on it's on Amazon. I think it's about maybe one hundred and fifteen dollars. Um, it connects to your phone, so it uploads from your phone relatively quickly to any of your social media accounts. And you know, I think it's a great option that you may need because, you know, as time goes on, being able to have, you know, the right amount of information or evidence. To prove anything that happens to your car or happens to you outside is important, and without all the you know Uber drivers out there and Lyft drivers, they have it in their cars too. So, but uh, I definitely wanted to try to see how it is and maybe even start to you know do some you know record some footages from there and maybe even use it in like future videos or something like that. But that's another video, and the last video for today. That I wanted to go ahead and share was just bringing it up right now. It's two seconds. Okay, so 
the last thing I wanted to go ahead and talk about was how the trying to get to the link. All right. So how you know there's a there's another website, there's another podcast I listen to. It's called uh, Brain Body and Brain TV. And there's these three people on the show, and they, they have one episode from the, uh, I think it was uh, the podcast number 31, where they talked about like finding your life purpose. And they kind of brought up some meanings on like being able to pay attention to your, um, to your life's purpose. It helps you. That clip I actually was like wanted to kind of address. I mean, that's one thing I actually feel is important to pay attention to. Um, that the fact that you know that your life purposes, like um, the things that you, uh, how would you basically say it? The things that comes from your life, the problems that come, you know, come you know in your life during your regular, you know, whatever you're doing normally tends to it tends to brings problems whether there's no amount like it's not like if you do less you get more I mean you get less if you do more you get more I think that you know there's one thing I actually heard of which was there are people um you know like poor people problems rich people problems single people problems married people problems you know students who you know who go to school people who don't go to school so it's not really about avoiding the problems; it's about managing them. And um, because I started these, these podcasts, I kind of like listened to a relatively similar podcasts to kind of get the understanding of what I would want to um, to kind of talk about on my show and the things I would want to bring to it. Because right now, my show is kind of like in the um, building stages. I really don't know where I want to go with it. I would like to have it where it's like a interview stage, but it's more like a log of of my um, the things that are going on, you know, in my daily, you know, life. You know, I think I feel like we I spend so much time, you know, g- gathering information. I don't have enough time to, uh, I don't have enough time to to learn anything or to even share it and get other people's in- input. So my, um, you know, uh, you know, right now I think that being able to easily, you know, record and up journal, you know, keep track of all the things going on in my life, and then um, try to, I guess, teach it on my on this show by like explaining it to me, to you, explaining explaining it to myself, but ultimately to everybody else. But I would it would help me to pay attention to. Um, myself more and hopefully be able to get more people's uh, insight you know somebody that is listening or somebody that is not you know necessarily you know hopefully you get like good feedback and bad feedback you can get people to understand what's going on and and that's my that's my idea 
for the for the for the for, the, for this actual particular you know experiment I'm doing. So um, I'll take a break, and uh, when I come back, uh, I'm gonna basically talk about um, you know dive right into the actual speed talk of of the you know my whole uh, building this whole entrepreneurial you know podcast and finding ways to channel you know the thoughts and ideas into something that can be um, utilized by other people okay good evening and this is Chris uh, welcome back to another episode of Yamanote in tech and society uh, tonight I wanted to go ahead and just talk about well what I speak about every week is mostly about what's going on in my life about entrepreneurship building out my brand um, focusing on um, learning how to uh, you know start a podcast and also to be able to structurally um, manage the I guess like the infinite amount of information that is being poured on to me and to you you know throughout throughout life so uh, I hope I got a good show for you today and um, what we're going to basically speak to about is uh, mainly the ideas of working in like gig economy work and being able to um, focus on uh, you know starting your own like online business what are some of the tools that are available to you and um, my thoughts on having to talk about public speaking you know and getting your your name out there and talking about things that you like to a bunch of strangers so when we get back um, hopefully we'll be able to start talking about one of these things stay tuned Okay, uh, yeah, I wasn't really listening. I wasn't actually recording there. <laughs> it was only a minute, so all right. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this is a gig economy, and the good and the, and the bad of the uh, of of basically getting into it. So if you're not familiar with uh, gig economy, um, it's basically um, it's like a way where people who have who have things they want to get done, and then people who believe they can get it done are brought to this platform for instance task rabbit to um, get hired for a job or a gig gig and you're supposed to like receive like you know and usually the wage is up to you but based on the on the apps the price can fluctuate um, it's driven by demand and supply so you know, it's a fairly new concept. If you have been in, you know, and if you have been, you know, utilizing uh, some form of uh, gig economy stuff, like sell, like uh, Uber for like taxi driving. So if you would hire a cab, you hire like somebody who just signs up on the on the app and can just use it um, to drive you somewhere. Um, it's that that's a form of the gig gig job or uh, Instacart where you would sign up and you would do shopping items online and uh that would be something you know pretty cool as well where you would sign up and you would um like you know 
get some random person to do their uh, grocery shopping. And uh, based on the load, the amount, the weight of the groceries, plus the distance, you can, you know, you can really make between $25 to $30 an hour. Um, I don't think that the approach for these things are being um, explained um, clearly. So, um, so I, I'm going to go into that a little bit. So some people think that it's um, the wages is not, doesn't really um, equal the amount of work that gets done. Like there are sometimes you may get, you know, somebody may say $10 to go, to go from, you know, a, a, maybe five miles away from your house to do some, you know, small work. Or maybe the person has like $100 worth of, you know, groceries, but they live on like, you know, the fifth or sixth floor and you have to like grab, you have to lift them upstairs and downstairs, you know. So, you know, um, I it, I think this just reflects the, the value of what people think uh, these 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 uh, gig jobs are for you know and many people who probably jump to these first really really need to like make money and they try anything and um, I think that it's not for that I think that Task Rabbit has a really good saying where they try to say neighbor neighbors help neighbors where if you live in an area and you are a licensed plumber you know. You could build your network with the people in your area because you are a licensed plumber and you can start to help people learn how to take care of their, their plumbing in their house. You know, it's odd jobs. And then you can do that for cheap because you know them. And then they give you and you use the, the, um, the platform to, you know, work on it. You know, it's for, it help, basically you pay a small fee for them, but it helps with, you know, building trust and maybe you can even you know ex expand upon that maybe you can even have it where you can start to teach people small skills that people need to do and you know that need to do to help their plumbing out instead of you going ahead and being in every single one of them maybe you could just sit you know in your house you know and you just you know you remote into the house and you tell people what to do they show you what you show them what to do how you're doing it and based on that you know, you can keep track of maybe five or six people, you know. And the thing about it is just, it's just that some things you probably can and cannot do based on your town and city and who you trust in there. But I think it's a it's it's going to be up to the people on the platform to actually get the 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 uh, the, the benefit from it. So and I give you another example. Um, I was on it and I was doing like I was trying everything. I tried the. Um, deliveries, walking the dogs. Um, I tried uh, floor furniture assembly. I tried cleaning, and, and I found out that cleaning was more. Um, it was more interesting to people, or more popular to get people to come in there. And sometimes I, I started out where it was like one was like twenty five dollars an hour, and then I would do get somebody who just wants to do just one hour, and then it was. Um, it was like, okay, just go in there and do their bathroom. Their bathroom would be nasty. And I have some pictures and video of me, like, actually doing it. I'm going to probably put it in the link so that way you can, like, you know, look at it and see yourself, you know. Um, but it was actually it was fun because, I don't know, but for some reason it was just like I wasn't 
it wasn't like something I had to do. It wasn't something I had to, like I was doing because I, I, I had, to. I was doing it because I kind of wanted to do it. And I think that uh, people are a little bit weirded out by the fact they have like a stranger in the house. But I think we need to get to a point in our, in our society. We can't be afraid of everybody. I mean, we're not really safe, you know, just because you lock your door, you know, like you still have to trust, you know, the, that, uh, that the the um the the gas company is 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 man is maintaining the gas of your building, you know, or you know, or like electric electric company is, is making sure that the power is up and, and running, you know. You gotta also make sure that you know the person driving next to you at sixty miles miles an hour is alert and not on their phone, you know. I I look if you think about things from that standpoint, you will see that there's like <laughs> there's like an amazing amount of things you can be worried about. I have to understand if you if you're on that app, yeah, there are gonna be people who's not gonna always do things very well. But uh, the app, some of the apps try to promote where if somebody's actually doing something well for you, they actually give you like a discount because you're using the same person. TaskDriver does that every single time you sign up for like a recurring deal, they give you more, they give you a discount. But if you're gonna pay. Some people feel like they can be safe by, you know, always using somebody else new when not really. You can't really guarantee that every single person is going to be, you know, that way. You, you know, you can also have it where you can find somebody who wants to do it and then tell them to go on TaskRabbit or something like that. And they work through there for you. Um, but I, I also found it was very difficult, you know, me doing, uh, I think I, I think one day, one episode, I'm going to have to, it's going to have to be an entire, like, uh, episode where I just talk about every single task, um, but you know it was it was it was kind of interesting. I, I actually, I, I think I made a fairly amount of money on it. You know, I, I thought it was really great to do it for uh, how would we say it? Like it was it was I I I, wa- I was I wanted to do it in a way where if I work as a contractor, normally the days I don't work, you don't get paid, right? So I wanted to do it where I would do it two three times a week. Until I made enough money that I would make in a in a in a in a day. So if I make like eight hundred dollars in a day, that's like roughly how much money I make in a in a day. And then I would probably try to take that money. I would try to like see if I can do like two three jobs. And then once I made eight hundred dollars that day, then I would take the uh, I would take a day off, you know, or I would that would be like a vacation day for me, you know, and um. It's where I'm not losing out on like different things, and I also found out that during the holiday season, people are much nicer. People want things done quicker and faster. Feel much more giving. So I just, I just think it's great to just, uh, I don't know, just one thing you're helping out people. People, there are some people they weren't all bad, but there were some people who actually needed help. Like there was like you know, old senior citizens who needed their groceries um, picked up, and you know, and being able to have the feedback that they would say that you know you're doing a great job or thank you for helping me. You know, it was great to know that, you know, you actually helping somebody. I mean, sometimes at my job, I, I would do things that I think would be phenomenal. I would save time. I would save money somehow. And nobody would really care, you know. And uh, and what I mean by nobody would care, I wouldn't get that same, you know, you don't get that good feedback. You know, I imagine if I had all the jobs I've worked on every day, I could have a feedback. I don't have that, you know. So, this job really puts not just you get feedback, but you also get feedback to the to the customer, so um, 
yeah. So basically, um, moving forward, you know, uh, the the reason why I think that we, we have to pay attention to this gig economy uh, idea is because it's not going away. Like as as much as people think that you know it's a fad, it's not. All right, um, the internet is very, it's growing, it's becoming more safer, more effective at getting things done. Meaning, you know, we're we're learning, we're, we're trying to even like be able to you know stop using actual fiat money, which is like real money, cash, and start using um, digital money, like digital Bitcoin, you know, cryptocurrency, which is we're we're still far away from it, but you know. It's going to be something where we're going to have to trust each other, you know? We're going to have to trust because we're all in this together. We're all in this world, in this life together. And, uh, I, you know, if you listen to my last podcast, I mean, about the seven habits of, of effective people, um, highly effective people, you know, they say that, you know, uh, our circle of influence has been increased by the power of a lot of the positive energy that we put into it. You know, you need to find things more important than than to yourself. I mean, Simon Sinek, uh, The Infinite Game, he's written another book I'm basically reading. He says, he says that we need to have things that are more important than ourselves to basically work on. We need to feel that our jobs are more than just a paycheck because it's because every there's a whole bunch of jobs out there who give paychecks. It has to be more than that. So, you know, and uh, another thing about it is like you have these millennials, which is people not familiar with what millennials are. Millennials are people who were born between 1991 and uh, 1981 and 1996. And those people would be anywhere between, uh, I think, what, 17? Uh, I think it would be anywhere between like 23. Let me see if I could try to. Can't do that in my math in my head. Anyway, like anywhere, uh, and them or Generation Z, which is like zero to 21 years old right now. So, um, knowing that, knowing that gig workers are going to be judged and based on, you know, paid based on their ability to deliver outcomes. You know, we have to find out there's to be more work. So I think the best way to do this would be where everybody would actually start working on it. It's not about just one, you know, you, you live in your apartment, you don't do it. You should do it. If you don't, if you feel that, uh, that, you know, you don't want any stranger coming to that, to your, to your house and doing it, then you should have everybody on your floor who's using, you know, everybody inside your building who's working on it, find a way to hire somebody to actually do it for your job. And then you pay that person very well, and you would never have to worry about strangers coming to your house. You see how it can turn into something more than just, you know, waiting for somebody else to do it? I mean, that's that's what I really think is about it. You know, gig work also has, like, the potential of becoming more meaningful, you know? When you decide to cut loose, like, your, um, your employer, if you decide to stop doing a full-time employment and you go your own way, you, you work on something more personal, you know? It, it, it's really great because it, it, it leads to less separation between what you do for a living and who you are, you know? And I, I don't know if many people do things right now because they believe in it, you know? If you are a, uh, if you're a, a quality assurance tester and you basically are testing an application for, uh, a, a, um, for, for, um, for a business that you're working for and you are are you passionate about quality assurance? Are you passionate about testing? Are you guys are you passionate are you passionate about user testing and what goes into it? Are you making sure are you thinking about the business and the customers? You know, it's very hard to gauge that from 
um, employee to employee, you know. So you can definitely say that, you know, if you want to cure the employee engagement and productivity crisis, you can definitely start to, you know, find it where you can get people. Maybe the person doesn't have to leave the job. Maybe you could just hire people who are really excited about their job. People who are also positive about the job that usually tends to rub off on other people if the people are looking to actually stay there, you know. But then you always have like the darker side to things, you know. You know, I mean, people always like to say things like, you know, if you can't have a steady salary, you have paid sick leave and, and other benefits that might cause your security to be much higher. But honestly, if you're living in a, in a, in a state that um, promotes uh, the type of gig work or entrepreneurship, then this will basically work. You'll never have to worry about not having a job. And you'll probably be able to find a way to take advantage of um, maybe doing it for, you know, while you're, you know, as young as you possibly can. And, you know, maybe when you're older, then you might be able to switch to more of a steady job, you know, or maybe you can, you know, find, you can have a steady business and then you can have, um, you can actually have a business where I think Amazon does it, where you can start a business on your own and then you can, um, Amazon will um, give you, um, uh, I think Amazon Flex is what it's called. So you can buy a whole bunch of trucks and hire people to work for you. And then like you are, um, you're, you're the owner of the company, but um, it's your company. So you could take care of yourself somehow, you know, you can also get insurance and stuff like that, you know, to help you out. But I find it exciting because now you have more of a reason to get up in the morning, you know? And I, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, I, I do like the, the idea that, you know, I'm bringing home each, you know, each year, you know, an extra 10, 20 grand, let's just say, for example, and it's, um, it's written off like a business, if you are signed up for a business and you can take care of things, you know, and you can, you can also, if, if whatever you learn, you can even share that with people, you know, um, you know, I, I really do like that. So, uh, uh I think that's going to be it for today. I mean, I probably will have to do another video where I will, um, share all the information, the videos and pictures and stuff like that. And what I think about it, but I think the future is pretty bright for, especially with the fact that we're going to have to have more, um, other forms of income, like universal basic income, where people basically be, be getting some sort of like um, uh, freedom. I mean, like this, it's, they call it a freedom dividend, uh, but it's gonna it's gonna be like a a, a job. It's not gonna be like some money you make. It maybe a thousand dollars. It might be a little bit more. I don't think it's gonna be to a thousand dollars, but that's not a dollar month just for just for you being alive and, and being an American citizen, and um, that will help, you know, if you have children or if you need to make ends meet, you can take care of those things. And hopefully, you know, medicine and technology gets better because that's, that's, what, that's what we're hoping for, right? That technology grows every single year and we'll be able to see more transformations in how our lives work, you know, and maybe we'll be able to have like cheaper things. So, um, so that's it. Uh, I thank you for listening. I really appreciate the uh, time of putting into listening to it. Uh, I think that I really do like talking about it, you know. <laughs> I'm talking to myself, but it's not, you know. Uh, please, uh, you know, drop me an email, uh, ksamby.chris at gmail.com. If you, uh, if you think I want to, you know, make a specific, you know, email address, I will. But for right now, I think I'm going to be using that because that's that's the email address that uh, the email newsletter comes out. So uh, thanks a lot and uh, take care.
without astonishment. There is no way at all of having your mind anywhere else but in the present moment. Because even when you think about the past or the future, you're doing it now, aren't you? And that results in a very curious transformation of consciousness. You feel that you, or that the present moment is flowing along and carrying you with it all the time. Just like the flow of the Tao. The flow of the Tao is as if what we would call the flow of the present. See? And you're with it. There's no way of being anywhere else. The Jung Yong, the book called uh, The Unwobbling Pivot, says the Tao is that from which one cannot deviate. That from which one can deviate is not the Tao. Or to put it into the form of a Zen story, the master Joshu said to Nansen, what is the Tao? Nansen replied, your everyday mind is the Tao. Joshu asked, how do you get into accord? Nansen replied, when you try to accord, you deviate. Thank you.